We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. Welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by DraftKings.com. I'm Shannon McDaly McEwen hosting from Madison, Wisconsin with Ken K. Train Kreitz <laughs> calling in from the Green Mountain State. Ken, Very green. We are not getting any snow, man. No snow. Only a 10% chance of snow in Madison for Christmas. Very green. <sighs> My wife is upset about it. Oh, boy. It also doesn't hide my it does I wanted the snow to be hiding my lawn by now because yeah moved in don't have a lawnmower and the previous owners definitely decided like a month before moving out they said ah we're moving out soon let's not let's not mow <laughs> so I it's like a jungle like I mean there's just the grass is knee high um, I have to go pick up the dog poop in the yard that was that took me like. 35 minutes today it should not take that long yeah that's nasty you get you're gonna have to get that well have you it's a good excuse to meet your neighbors borrow the mower for one run i thought about that i, know how, I thought about doing that i know how you love to I, I know mcdaly how much you love domestic work 
<laughs> All right. Well, we have to get in my my once my my forced hip hop quote at the beginning. So, hello, McDaly. Throw your hands in the air like you're a two player. My hands. Happy Friday. My hands are in the air right now. We need to simulcast this so so people can actually see them. And happy Friday, <laughs> Ken. The Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast is available on iTunes and Stitcher. Please subscribe and review us. Today we're going to go over recent news, including the lack of snow in the Northeast. We're going to give a quick expert league update, but most importantly, dive into Shannon's thoughts on daily fantasy for tonight's busy slate of Friday games. Shannon, good to have you back, sir. Glad to be back. Too many too many off weeks for us. Uh, lots of traveling for business and family. Um and then we've got a couple holidays coming up, so this is our last show until 2016. All right, that is true. That is true. Hey, for future January shows, if you'd like to ask us a question or suggest a topic, please tweet us at RotoShannon and at Ken Kreitz. Now let's hear from our sponsor. We've partnered with our friends at DraftKings for an exclusive RotoWire Fantasy Football contest for the final few weeks of the football season. Rotowire podcast listeners can compete against each other as well as Shannon and I and other hosts to earn a seat at the Rotowire Fantasy Football Championship for Week 17. The Week 15 qualifier is now live, just five bucks to enter, and the winner takes home 50 bucks this week as well as a seat in the Week 17 championship for a chance to win $500 in Week 17. Anyway, join in the fun now. Sign up at rotowire.com slash DraftKings. That's rotowire.com. Dot com slash DraftKings. Also, Shannon, tell us about this ugly sweater thing they got going. Yeah, DraftKings has a promotion right now with like 12 giveaways uh, of the holidays. There are 12, 12 giveaways leading up to Christmas, one each day. Today's is an ugly sweater. Um, if you check out their DraftKings social media, Facebook, Twitter sites, um, they have details there on how to get, how to get yourself one. But they're beautiful. Beautiful red DraftKings sweaters. Uh, I, I need one badly. You definitely need one. Go to DraftKings uh, Twitter or Facebook feeds uh, for more details, or I'm sure there's stuff on it at DraftKings.com. Uh, let's dive into the news, and let's start with big men in your area, Shannon. Uh, Greg Monroe, a late scratch Tuesday, then didn't play Wednesday. Uh, this surprisingly starting Plumley, but really splitting the time between Plumley and Henson. Any thoughts on the big men in Milwaukee? Well, Greg Monroe is only he's he's only going to be out seven to ten days, so it's not it doesn't make Henson or Plumley a must add in a season long league. Um, maybe if you need a short term plug in just for next week, uh, you could look at one of those options or both. I personally like Henson more. Um, ton of upside with rebounds and blocks in particular. Uh, the only issue is he's not getting a ton more minutes since Monroe's out. I mean, basically bumped up from like 15 to 20, 21, 22 minutes. Uh, but, but he does have the most upside, and he might put together a couple really big games. I, I don't, do you like Henson? Yeah, you never know. What, well, you never know when he's going to explode for uh, six or seven blocks. He's actually the kind of guy I could really use well in our keeper league. Uh he just every now and then he just has one of those huge block nights, and you know, really longer term. I know that the Bucks are planning for a long time to sign Monroe, but I always thought they should let Henson start and just get some more outside shooting. I think the 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 spacing is terrible 
for me on that Bucks offense with Middleton, the really only outside shooting option. Uh, you know, Carter Williams field goal percentage has been terrible. Parker, I don't think is a stretch four really. Uh, Giannis, we don't want to even get into his shooting woes. He seems to be good at everything, but um, so uh, to me, I'm actually curious to see how they do with Henson at the helm. But obviously, it's too late. They've already signed Monroe to that giant contract, so I should be quiet. Henson <laughs> Henson's one of those guys that everyone's been waiting on the. They've been waiting on the upside for for years now, and it's never really been there. It's because every once in a while he'll have a big game. You know, he'll go for 15 points and 17 rebounds with four blocks. But those those days are few and far between. And as someone who's seen a lot of John Henson, I I think he's just a bonehead. He makes a lot of bad mistakes. You know, even on defense, yes, he gets blocks, but he misses assignments. Um, on offense, he's not all that great. Most of his points that he does get are off easy dunks, putbacks, things like that. So I'm I'm actually not a big John Henson fan. Um, his his defensive presence, as far as his ability to block shots, would be good for that team. Um, but they need. I, I think they they need the low post scoring that Monroe provides. Well, I defer to your greater Bucks knowledge, sir. Uh, next, this just in: Will Barden is awesome. That's really not a, a news item, but it's a shameless plug for the rebound and rant column on RotoWire. This week is the Will Barden issue, as is, I was celebrating uh, what was my short-lived time in first place in the keeper league. I'm going to dart around. Might as well give our Keeper League update here. I have fallen to third after some a brief respite in first place. Shannon, the McKillers, they're struggling. They're struggling, brother. Oh, they're really bad. Um, the beginning of the year, I, I started. I got excited about Brad Beal. You know, you know he, had, he started off the season really uh-huh. strong. He was he was probably my strongest player after the first week of the season. Um, you know, his injury woes have. Any any hope I did have, which there hasn't been much hope. I've been at the bottom of the league the entire season. Um, any hope I did have is just now gone with with Beal's latest uh, injury news. So it's time for me to sell off any pieces that I do have. I, I don't really have much to sell, but I'll try to sell somebody a bridge. <laughs> Maybe me. I, I could use I could use some big man stats. I don't. I don't it probably would take. It would turn this podcast into four hour version if we tried to hammer out a, a deal on NAR. But uh, Brooke, Brooke Lopez, we're gonna we're gonna hammer out a Brooke Lopez deal, um, probably before the next podcast that we we uh, we host together. So we can discuss the the ins and outs of that uh, trade discussion next show. Okay, he's yours. Okay. He's yours. I'm promising him to you now. Wow. Wow. All right. Uh, hmm. I'll have to see what awkwardness is included, like back rubs or something. But uh, okay. Yeah, I'm interested in Brooke Lopez, assuming he stays healthy between now and our next podcast. Sure. Deal. Deal. <laughs> I'm probably going to try to get Will Barton from you because he's awesome. Oh, I, here's the problem. I can't sell Will Ball, Barton <laughs> as a future, like, oh, he's going to have hu- – because he's a key guy now. You know, like – He's not a, I'm all in for right now unless I get multiple dudes. But I don't know. What the hell? He's been right. great. I'm never going to be this close to first again. It's time to just whore myself out. That's what you got to do, man. <laughs> Sell your body, Ken. Um, a lot of trade rumors in Houston, both for Terrence Jones and Dwight Howard. I think this just means that uh, they think Demo's healthy again and they love Capella. But what do you think is going on in Houston, Shannon? I I think 
it's a lot of hot air. Um, I do think Terrence Jones will be on the trade block. Um, seems pretty obvious. You know, they, the way they his minutes fluctuate, um, they don't really view him as a key part of the rotation right now. Um, seems like Clint Capella has really taken that power forward role and ran with it. So I could see Terrence Jones getting moved. I I don't see Dwight Howard getting moved necessarily. And it really, what it depends on is is who's who he's getting traded for. Like Dwight Howard for Hassan Whiteside, I don't see that happening. Hassan Whiteside's going to be a free agent after this year. He doesn't really offer more than what Dwight Howard currently offers. Um, if if yeah, there's just as much much risk with Whiteside as there is with Howard. I I would think the Rockets would rather stick with Howard. I, I I'm I'm not hearing it. I think a lot of these rumors are hot air, um, especially with some of the bigger names. I agree with you. I mean, I think maybe their patience has run out on Terrence Jones, but it's not like Demo has a better health record anyway. And uh, Howard. You know, they keep throwing out Boston, but Boston gets mentioned with every trade possibility just because of the draft picks. But I, I you know, Howard's <laughs> cavalier attitude will not play well uh, in Boston. They will boo him mercilessly. Right. Uh, he he's the antithesis of the Avery Bradley hustle style that uh, the Celtics play. But uh, all right. Well, I was watching that Lakers Rockets game last night. Speaking of Rockets, and I saw Julius Randle hit his first career uh, three pointer. It's a shame it took. 25 games into his second season for that. Uh, that said, though, Randall came off the bench and Larry Nance started again and had a decent line, 11 points, five, five boards, a block, and a steal. Uh, D'Angelo Russell shot a woeful one of nine from the field, and uh, Reggie Miller kind of ripped into him a little in the broadcast. And Kobe shot a surprising nine of 16. You know, fantasy-wise, I like to always dig for gold in the really bad teams because they're the ones in turmoil that make the rotation changes. You see you see anything worth investigating in that L.A. Laker lineup, uh, Shannon? I think a lot of these guys, even with the starting lineup changes, a lot of these players have actually responded well to it as far as their production goes. <clears throat> I mean, the Lakers, as a team, haven't responded well. They're like 7-1 and one in their past eight games, but... These younger players have responded well. I mean, Julius Randle is putting up really good stats coming off the bench. Yeah, he's playing less minutes, but he's still getting solid point totals, tons of rebounds. Um, I I don't expect him to hit many more threes uh, like he did last night. But as as a sub, he's got six games as a sub. He's averaging 13 points and 10.7 rebounds. Both numbers are better than what he was doing as a starter when he was playing four more minutes a game. Yeah, fantasy-wise, he's basically facing less competition by coming off the bench. It's actually a really good way to uh, to work in rookies. He, uh, I hate to give Byron Scott too much credit, though. No, I'm not. I'm not. I, I actually don't give him credit for anything, um, and <laughs> I, I always will refuse to. It's just that Randall is one of those guys. He's high energy. Um, he's going to be extremely aggressive. You know, he's taking 12 attempts a game in 24 minutes. That's that's quite a bit. His problem really is really his his efficiency right now. He's only shooting forty one percent since he moved to the bench. If that gets up and he shoots a respectable forty eight, forty nine, fifty percent as a power forward, uh, he's going to be he's going to put up some really impressive numbers. I know uh, Babyface DJ just traded for him and another young guy as his, you know as he's trying to rebuild his squad for the future. And he does seem like the classic buy low in keeper leagues, knowing that he's going to shine sooner or later. 
I thought that was a good move by DJ. All right. Well, with that, Shannon, uh, beloved pod listeners, do you subscribe to rotowire.com? If you like our podcasts, you'll love our website. Try it for free for 10 days at rotowire.com slash pod. We, we, tons of features on the site, including almost a quarter of a million player news updates, daily lineups for all the sports that matter, uh, and try our lineup optimizers for every sport offered on DraftKings. Uh, you know what, Channel? Why don't we dive into your uh, DraftKings uh, Friday night uh, daily uh, fantasy slate of game advice? You up for diving into the point guards first, sir? Let's do it. There's quite a few point guards I like tonight. Um, there, there's a lot of matchups that I really want to exploit that I think will be high-scoring games. Um, the first of which is the Phoenix-New Orleans game. Um, you've got just a slew of options uh, from that game. Brandon Knight, he is $7,400. He's played Phoenix, He's played against New Orleans twice this year, and he's averaging 48 fantasy points per game in those two outings. I'm looking for another big outing from him. 74 is actually kind of cheap for him on DraftKings. He, he'd gotten up to close to that $8,000 range, and, and now he's dipping back down because he, he's only been putting up 30 or so fantasy points a game. But he's got that 50-point upside. We've seen it as last week he put up 50 points in a fantasy game. He's done it twice against, against New Orleans already this year. I expect another big outing from him on Friday. Well, clearly, you know, frankly, to get guys affordable, you've got to get them uh, when they're on the upswing after those little valleys. It's a great strategy in general to be able to afford a lot of top talent. Uh, you're also high on a Memphis point guard. Yeah, Mike Conley is hes a frustrating guy sometimes to target in daily be, because he is inconsistent. Um, you know, sometimes he has the, those lackluster games where he only scores six or seven points and finishes with 20 fancy points total. But he's got a good matchup tonight. He's playing against uh, playing against Dallas. Dallas is really weak against opposing point guards. Uh, Conley has put together a good game against them already this year. In 29 minutes in the first outing, he had 36 fancy points. You look at that, if it's a more competitive game, he gets 30 to 35 points, or 30 to 35 minutes instead of 30 that he received last time. He's gonna he's gonna top that forty point mark for fantasy points. So he's he's good. He's a good guy to target if you're looking for kind of that marginal dollar amount. He's six thousand dollars on DraftKings tonight. I love the matchup for him. Yeah, a lot of good options of point guard. Uh, Conley, you got to figure he'll have a good game based on just the average age of the typical Mavericks uh, point guard guarding him, trying to guard him. Uh, and I know you're high on Drew Holiday also. I mean, when you look at the over under lines. You've got uh, the Pelicans and Suns at 213 points, which makes a heck of a lot of a sense. Uh, surprised to see the the T-Wolves and Kings also at 213, but those are your two expected high-scoring games, and so investing on the point guards there make a lot of sense. Uh, sticking with that Suns theme, let's move on to shooting guard. All right, shooting guard, Eric Bledsoe. He's expensive, 8,400. He's coming off a dud of a game. I actually think that's gonna re- that's gonna be a good result for tournament guys targeting him in tournaments. One that'll make other other owners avoid using him, um, as will the eighty four hundred dollar price tag. But that rate is actually pretty cheap. He Bledsoe was skyrocketing in price before going down to eighty four hundred. He he's been great for a significant stretch before the dud. 
earlier this week, he had three consecutive games of 50 points or more. Um, like Brandon Knight, he's had a couple of really good outings against New Orleans. He's went for 41 points on average in those two outings. So again, another big night from him in a high-scoring game. And if you're spending big on Knight and Bledsoe, you probably Knight or Bledsoe, you, you're gonna need to go cheap. Who's who's your bargain guard at either spot uh, tonight? Well, you'd mentioned Drew Holiday. Um, Michael Carter Williams is another one. He's 5,900. He did he did really well against Golden State earlier this week. Uh, plays him again. He, he's got 40 point, point upside for someone under six thousand uh, dollars. And then Jameer Nelson. Uh, Jameer Nelson, 4,900. That's completely dependent on Moutier sitting out. Um, he's questionable right now. <clears throat> if Moutier yeah. sits out, I love Nelson at, at 4,900. That's a classic play where you got to check Roto-Wire an hour before tip-off, see if, uh, you know, what Moutier's playing or not. Uh, <laughs> and if he isn't, Nelson, you move in on Nelson so you can then afford some other uh, primetime premium guys. All right, we were talking Bucks earlier. That's probably a nice lead-in to uh, uh, who you're eyeing at the small forward spot. Yeah, that Golden State Bucks game tonight is another one. That's that game, the the Phoenix New Orleans game. Those are two that I'm just I'm heavily targeting players from, and that brings me to the Greek Freak. He's only 6,700 on on DraftKings. He put together a triple double against the Warriors uh, in their last outing. It, it was actually a pretty modest triple-double, too. Um, I'm sorry, it wasn't a triple-double. It was only 11 points, 12 rebounds, and 8 assists. So close yeah, close, was, to, close to a triple-double. But, I mean, he, stats across the board. Um, and 11 points, he can top 11 points easy. He's averaging 15 points per game on the season. So if he's able to have across-the-board production like that again, play heavy minutes in a, in a competitive game against the Warriors, then you're looking at 40 or 50 fantasy points. Well, wait, correction there. I think the Bucks. Oh, no, no. Uh, you're right. It's Warriors, Bucks. My apologies. Um, yeah, you just know there's going to be a ton of shots. And uh, if, 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 you know, if, if the Warriors are weak anywhere on defense, where I'm not sure they are, um, it might be small four, depending on how many minutes they give Iguodala. Um, all right. Uh, Looks like you're going a big, big money spend at Power Forward. Talk about which of the two uh, big money guys you're going after. Absolutely trying to get the unibrow in every single one of my lineups tonight. It, it's it's tough because he, he's expensive, 10500 But Anthony Davis has been a beast against the Suns. Two games, averaging 63 fantasy points per game. It's just it's that's that's such an unrealistic number. It's so absurd, and it can it can boost your entire lineup so much when you have somebody post sixty points like that. That I'm going to try to get him in all my lineups. I, I expect another big outing against the Suns. Um, you know that over under is is through the roof, like like you had said. So he, it's hard. It's hard to avoid him if if you can't stomach spending that much money. Draymond Green's the other option. Um, he's playing Milwaukee. And he had a big game against the Bucks. Uh, their last outing, twenty-four points, eleven rebounds, five assists. He—he's the guy. The Bucks were uh, the Bucks were celebrating after they beat Golden State and, and broke that right. win streak. And they Draymond came out and he was talking trash about it afterwards. And and I really think he's one of those. He's 
he's one of those guys who that extra motivation, I think you'll see in, in his stat line. Um, he's going to go out there. He's going to have a big game on Friday night. To, to me, he seems like their most vocal guy. You know, the one oh, yeah. always wigging out when he makes a de- defensive play, screaming, the chest pounding. He, uh, yeah, he seems like the most emotional in that lineup that would be seeking revenge the most, if you will, uh, uh, as they face the Bucks at home. Love have a dream having a good game, but yeah, maybe you go expensive with all your big men and cheap at some of those guard suggestions so you can try to squeeze in a, a green and a brow. Um, if, if you're looking for cheap options at the forward spot, it, so you, you play a small forward, power forward, and then you've got the forward spot on DraftKings as well. So if you're looking for a cheap option at the at the forward spot, you've got Luau Dang for, for 4900 tonight. I don't love the matchup in Toronto, uh, but it's it's a good price for somebody who has 30, 35-point upside um, on any given night. And then you've got Jabari Parker. Again, he's in that Milwaukee-Golden State game. Did well against uh, Golden State in their last outing. And then Trevor Booker, uh, 4,300. I love the matchup against Denver. He had a, really, he had a good 30-plus 30, 30 fantasy point outing against Denver earlier this season. Um, he's getting some more minutes with Gobert out. So Booker Booker's a solid play on Friday. And so clearly, if you go with Brow or maybe even Green uh, or try to work them both in at your forward spots, might need to save some money at center. And I see you've got your eye on some uh, discount bargains at the center spot, Shannon. Why don't you elaborate there, sir? Yeah, I don't I don't like going expensive. You can never go wrong with Andre Drummond, and I love his matchup against Chicago. But tonight, I prefer to go with kind of those mid-priced players at center. Hassan Whiteside's guy I really like. He's at 6600 that just seems like a ridiculously low price for a guy who has 40 and 50 point upside. Um, he, he's had some struggles this year, especially recently, but he's coming off a solid game. And I like the matchup against Toronto. Um, another guy who's mid priced like that is uh, Nikola Vucevic. He's 6,800. He's, he's been putting together 35 point games with, with pretty regularity. I expect a decent game from him tonight, so that sixty-eight point, that sixty-eight thousand dollars or sixty-eight hundred dollars is a good price point. As far as cheaper options at center, I love Tim Duncan for some reason. Um, he, he rested ha- Wednesday, so should be sp- feeling spry, or at least as spry as a thirty. What is he? Eight now, thirty-eight-year-old power forward can be, but uh, Duncan should be ready to go. It's it's hard to it's hard to trust him, but that he's fifty six hundred dollars. That's just so unbelievably cheap for a guy who, you know, he hasn't he hasn't topped he hasn't hit thirty fantasy points in a couple weeks since December third. But he's also he's also still shown he can score over forty fantasy points this year. I mean, against Atlanta, which is actually a, a somewhat tough matchup. You know, they've got quality player quality big men that that Tim Duncan was going against. And a few weeks ago, Duncan goes off for 45 fantasy points in 28 minutes. I think the minutes are going to be there for Duncan, and especially against the Clippers. They've got Blake and DeAndre Jordan in the front court, so the minutes are going to be there for Duncan. He's got the rest. I expect a decent game from him. Well, I think what I like about the Duncan move is it just frees up at only 5,600. That sure frees up a lot of cash for you to play guys from that Suns-Pelicans game. Or to dive into that uh, Bucks uh, Warrior grudge, uh, rematch, if you will. All right, sir. Uh, and uh, did you get to elaborate on on Mister Whiteside? There was there anything more you wanted to say about the Miami Center? 
just he, everyone knows his upside. You know, he, he has the ability to go out there and put together a triple double with with blocks. Um, I like the matchup against Toronto. I think he's a solid play. That sixty six hundred dollar mark is just it's pretty. It's pretty. Uh, you're not going to find many guys that cheap who have that 40, 50 point upside as white side. So he's a good option. It kind of ignore the string of 25 point games he put up and just look at his total upside. And that's why, that's why I consider him a great tournament play for Friday. Got it. Got it, sir. All right. Well, um, some fantastic advice there. Uh, let's certainly remind everyone uh, for those also interested in football, to come join us at rotowire.king/draftkings to compete against Shannon and I at our end of season football tournament. There, um, uh, it's going to be an interesting slate of games tonight. You and I'll certainly be glued to the television. Uh, I want to thank everyone for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast uh, this Friday, brought to you by DraftKings.com. Shannon, do you have any closing thoughts for tonight? Yeah, yeah, I do. Actually, I want to talk about uh I want to talk about the Madison Madison Rec League for a minute. You know, we we've, we've we've played some basketball together, right, Ken? Um We have. We have. Oh, man. These so I'm playing on Wednesday and Thursday nights. Um two separate teams. Uh the Wednesday night team, I'm one of the younger guys, which is kind of hard to believe, and then one of the older guys on Thursday night. Um Wednesday. Wednesday was pretty horrible. I, I went like about one for ten from downtown. No. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like Lowry last night. Lowry mm. was miserable for Toronto, but uh, I have a hard time seeing that. You, you see, you're kind of one of those savvy guys that when you're not feeling it, you set up your other players, but you kept shooting, huh? I was open. I had to keep shooter shoot, shooter shoot, baby. The, they when when that Wednesday night team recruited me to play, they were like, "You're you'll be able to shoot as much as you want." I said, "All right, I'll play." So. <laughs> Is it time to trim the fro? Could it be oh, the, the fro, fro? The fro's gone. The fro's gone. The fro's cu- gone? Yeah, I cut. Oh, I gotta I, get to Madison more often. I cut that a few weeks ago. Um, the wife hated it, so I had I had to get rid of it. Um, <laughs> no, the uh, but I just kept chucking. Um, we still won, so that was good. And okay. you know, despite despite the poor showing um, from downtown, I still scored some buckets. We led the team in scoring. Um, there weren't a lot of points to be had, so it was easy to lead the team scoring. But um, the, all right, when you have a night like that, you think, okay, that's fine, because the next night is going to be just the opposite. You'd be feeling it. Yeah, that, that wasn't the case. I, I was... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're, are we looking at an extended slump? It is. I'm like, I'm like my boy, my boy Myers Leonard. I'm just, I'm, I'm in a <laughs> funk right now. Oh. Uh. So I, I think I would do something drastic. I was like a combined one for 18 from downtown the past two nights, which that just means the Saturday morning basketball that I'm going to, I know I'm going to, I'm going to go like seven for seven from downtown. I'll be feeling it soon. You know, when I'm not hitting, I basically just shift gears into focusing on offensive rebounds. And the only shots I'll take are like tip backs, you know, and, or rebound pump fake, try to get it in, you know, like I, and because uh, uh, I don't know, I, I start to feel guilt and I just get worse. But uh, I don't, you know, uh, I'm, I'm due for another game in the Madison office. I just, I just need to realize I'm not good at basketball anymore. Um, 
<laughs> no, no. I'm 34. I'm 34, not 24. And, you know, in, in, my problem is I'm good. Like, like once every three games, I'm good. Once every 10 games, I'm really good. But that that's that math doesn't work well. That's like, that's right, not. Well, oh, you know, I don't know if we've announced this news, but McDaly has a McBaby on the way now. What's your due date? Uh, June, June 11th. So you've got between now and June 11th to just go balls to the wall on basketball because after June 11th... I will not play anymore. I already know that. <laughs> That's right. You're going to have to hang it up. So really, it's almost like you're Kobe Bryant this year. This is your, your farewell tour. That's in good. In the greater That's Madison good. I can I can deal with that because he turned it around. He's been turning it around the last uh, handful of games. Yeah, Kobe, yeah. not it. So, you know. All right. So you are Kobe. You right, are Kobe. Kobe. All right. Well, fantastic, McDaly. Thank you for that update. Uh, maybe we can get some video highlights of the next Rotowire, uh, the young guy at Rotowire League going uh, for, for posting on the site. Uh, you know, let's close yet again with words from the late, great Celtics legend Red Arback, who was taking a dig at a certain Bulls and Lakers coach when he said, quote, most of our great coaches do some teaching and developing of players. Phil may be able to do it, but he hasn't shown it. His teams have been ready-made. Adios, amigos. Shannon and the K-Train are leaving the station. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.